On episode 205 of the Goblin Trashmasters, we talk all about how to develop your local community and make sure that the rising tide lifts all ships. I've never been on a boat. This you? I know you all can't see it right now, but I'm holding up a picture of a boat right now. No, Anthony, I am not now, nor have I ever been a boat. That makes sense. I guess you're more of a beach. <laughs> God, let's talk some trash. It's the gathering, not of the Juggalos, but of Magic the Gathering. Well, first thing I know, I was listening to some great music, and then I woke up in this porta john with a needle sticking out of my arm. Oh, Juggalos. Whoop, whoop. Mago <laughs> and sex crimes. Yeah, it's... Oh, yikes. It's it's Ohio. It's Ohio. I apologize to all, all if we have listeners in Ohio still with all the shit talking we do about that state. You probably are wonderful people, but... Ohio kind of sucks, but I can't talk. I'm from Florida. Like that's Ohio's just... got like Columbus and Cincinnati. Like Cincinnati's I, pretty cool. I kind of fuck with Ohio if we're being totally honest. <laughs> Mainly just Cleveland. No, see, I don't fuck with Cleveland anymore. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> they've got anymore. Too, yeah, they've got too many options for suicide bridges. Ugh. Oh, dark. Oh wow. And and I don't think that was the thing. That was the death that they had in mind when you're talking about death by decision paralysis you know we're a minute in anthony one minute before he starts talking about something also the cleveland rockers were, were folded and i just can't respect that city anymore that's where you draw the line they sold their WNBA team mm, that would be the line for you yeah yeah also just get people nicer bridges to kill themselves on yeah mm -hmm. come on aesthetic it goes a long way oh my god you heard it here first, folks. We're a proponent of nicer bridges. For for killing yourself on. Yeah, yeah. But also nicer bridges in general. Like, I don't want to have to pray that I am going to, like, just fall through a bridge every time, like, I'm on the highway, which is something <laughs> that is quite possible with the infrastructure in this fucking place. But here some we of, are. Some of my fondest memories of, like, spending time with my friends when I was younger was specifically isolated to drawbridges because we just i mean i was in coastal jersey there were drawbridges everywhere mm. like so like it was this thing where you get stuck at a drawbridge and you could choose to be miserable that a half hour of your life just exploded into non-existence like it's gone you're just gonna have to wait for these goddamn boats to pass sorry yep. mm -hmm. um, but there's something just like pleasant about being in a car with a bunch of your friends and just chilling out waiting pop the car into park play some music enjoy some quick <laughs> really chef's choice whatever you got in your duffel bag the duffel bag bitch we had a stuffed plush toy and everything got stashed in that plush toy man was it was it stashed in the in the in the toys butt yeah of course of course of course yeah, eventually yeah. like we had to graduate the toys because they became nefarious with certain police departments but we you know Drug Bob Squarepants lives forever <laughs> in my heart. That was one of them. Thought I remembered SpongeBob was one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you're just like, ah, 
a delightful children's television show. Time to pull out of this children's television show cartoon character's asshole. I just can't forgive SpongeBob after what happened with between him and Ariana Grande. Oh, God. You're you're confusing cartoons and reality again. Ariana Grande is the one from Lord of the Rings: The Fellowship of the Ring, right? She's the she's the orc that killed Boromir, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She reprised her role <laughs> briefly in the Two Towers. Oh my lord! All right, Ashley, we're gonna keep yes. doing this. Just tell us, tell everybody <laughs> what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Thank you. Next. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> so yes. That's what you're supposed to say when you're kicking a ladder over with a bunch of people on and you say, thank you, next. That's and they fall a... and you hear the Wilhelm scream. Yes, yes, you beat me to it, shit. Such a specific example. Well, so yeah, what... it's a combination of a thing that happened in the Lord of the Rings movies and mm -hmm. the title of Ariana's song. All right. Good news is but... that Kyle's not dead like we suspected. No, oh, but is, bad, is good yeah, I, I survived and bad news, uh, I ate all the cigarettes, I'm sorry. Good. They were gross. They were. We had this goose that would eat cigarettes all the time. Outside of an office I used to work at, he would eat all these cigarette butts. And he was just, his his feathers were molting because of the, you know, that's not. The cigarette. <laughs> and he was shaky. And if you were smoking, he would come and get you so that he could get the cigarette butts. And he'd <laughs> like, eat them up. He was addicted to nicotine. We called him shit. That that's, that's fitting. Is yeah. appropriate. Poor guy. Jose killed him with his car by accident. Oh my in, poor thing. In Minecraft. And then <laughs> and then he got deported. God. Probably not for killing the bird, but like some other stuff probably. So the gathering that we're talking about today is oh, not yeah, the magic. many That's gatherings that we have mentioned. And by we I mean Anthony and Kyle and all of the interesting and somewhat dastardly things. But they are similar. Dastard. Yeah, dastardly, yeah. Yeah, we're Looney Tunes villains now. Bitch, I never wasn't. <laughs> That's uh, that is a true statement. I watched a lot yeah. of Looney Tunes as a kid. That explains so much about me. We're talking for sexual about... proclivities for anvils, for instance. Yeah, I thought that was you. This can be our thing. Oh my god! So we're talking about Magic the Gathering. Sure, I guess. What Magic the Gathering as a social game, a social event, and your local community with playing Magic and competitively playing Magic. Game stores, all kinds of things. Hanging out, making friends. Yeah, yeah. we want to talk about how to like not be a shitbird. Don't attack people for cigarette butts. You yeah. know, basics like mm -hmm. that. The bare how minimum. To, how to develop your local community a bit, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because if we learned anything from playing Magic Online when during like lockdowns and stuff, is that maybe a hot take. This game isn't that great if you take away traveling to events to play with people you like and spending fun weekends with your friends. A hundred percent agree. This yeah. is why I don't understand the people that basically exclusively interact with magic, like in their house. I'm just like, there's just so many better games that you yeah. can play that, that do this. Yeah. <laughs> Ones that use so much less brain power. Or more, you or, know. Yeah. Or more, yeah, for sure. Or better graphics and, you know, interesting storylines, whatnot. But have you ever played Twilight Imperium? I, If I'm just like no prizes, no travel, I'm playing Twilight Imperium before I'm playing Magic the Gathering. Easy. That game takes nine hours. Oh, God. I mean, you are the person who loves like 12 hour video essays, so that checks out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As long as I don't have to like hold a controller for like hours, I'm fine with that. Well, luckily with Magic, you just have to hold a Rectangles. stack of cardboard. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. During that trip, 
to San Diego when that guy was asking us on the elevator, he realized we were Airbnb-ing it too. He was like, what's oh, your shit, ping? Yeah. And we were like, I don't, I don't know what you're saying. I don't know what you mean. I don't understand. And he was just like trying to repeat it. And I was just like, oh, no, we're old men. We put paper rectangles onto a table in an order. And sometimes people are excited about it. And sometimes we put paper rectangles down in the wrong order. And then people solemnly walk up to us afterward and ask us if our works insurance policy requires us to wear a helmet into the office. <laughs> it was literally the two sides of DreamHack. It was like all the guys going to like the LAN parties or just like maybe, maybe some of the guys that were competing in the uh, esports you know, stadiums and these big things. And we're just like, we're going to put rectangles on a table and hang out with people. I got to be honest with you. The the gathering part is something that the like, I love it. Th these esports bros have got right. Like, yeah. like I merging magic with DreamHack might not be the best thing in the world ever. It's not probably it's probably not the best environment for magic, mm -hmm. but it does expose old heads like us to people that are young and enjoying themselves. So we can remember what that felt like before we woke up every morning and said, oh, God, this again. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. Kyle's camera is so blurry right now. It looks like it he's is. like being he's like being blurred in a documentary to hide his identity. Don't, don't don't listen to them. They're just both very, very drunk. Yeah, that's. And why aren't you blurry all the time? It's definitely what's in fair. <laughs> but magic was designed from the ground up to be a multiplayer game. It is a game that from day one, the plan was you can play this with more than two people. You can play this more than a one-on-one -on -one heads up game. It was always designed with that group activity mentality in mind, right? So more than one-on-one, -on -one, they intended it to be multiplayer Yeah, from the get-go. How, how does that work? I've never, I mean, obviously I've played Commander, so like I get a part of that. But like, how does that work with, I don't know. Anyway. Just just like it just like it does in Commander, <laughs> right? You just take your turn. But that just seems so weird to me. Like they seem like two different worlds entirely. I don't well, know why. Well, yeah, it's kind of multiplayer magic that wasn't Commander was the primary mode that people played for decades. Just like would be like three people with 60 card decks with four card maximums would show up and be like, I'm playing my four soul ring. I'm playing my four soul ring for Black Lotus. Sisse's ring, <laughs> yeah. you know, whatever. Aladdin's ring, that horrible Aladdin's thing. ring, all the rings. Um, Unsleeves, all bent seven up. Seven rings if we want to bring it back to Ariana. <laughs> but it was always intended. It was always designed to be a group activity, right? Mm. It was. There was never a point in this game where this was, we hear, we throw away, we throw around the phrase as Richard Garfield intended all the time, yeah. <laughs> like, right. But like, this is literally how Richard Garfield intended the game to be played. It was supposed to be a, you know, physical paper card based representation of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. You know, That's I'd funny. argue that the predominant multiplayer format, the predominant way people play multiplayer magic today is like Ashley said is commander because when you have 40 life, you get to spend more time losing. I don't understand much of the appeal. But... All right, he's talking about Commander. Change the subject. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But in competitive magic, there's still definitely a communal element to it, right? It's a collective activity preparing, getting ready for planning, traveling to these events, playing these events, 
going out to dinner afterwards, it's still a very collective activity in competitive magic. Hmm. And I kind of relate this all back to the idea of either like a activist mindset or an individualist mindset, right? Like, how are you interacting with this game? Because you always want to be like improving yourself and getting a little bit better here, a little bit better there, tweaking on things like this. But as we've talked about a hundred times at this point, mm. that's so much better. It's so much more fun and it's so much more attainable if you're doing this with people. A hundred percent. It's the the we versus me mentality. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've talked about it a lot in past episodes where, you know, when you play a game of magic, it's 1v1. But I, I in competitive magic, I really feel like it's a team sport because it, it feels like that. It's it really not does. just you. Right. Like it's your team because and you see it on the highest level with like people on the pro tours like, oh, our team tested. It wasn't just me in a dark room on Magic Online and then I played weekly. It's like, no, you're all together going over notes, going over, you know, videos, past games, talking about it. It's a collective effort. And that's a big thing. It's 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 a great way to just, you know, play the game. And it's the best part of Magic is being together with people. Gathering is fun. Like, you know, being competitive with friends and helping each other out is is fun. Even like notorious Canadian lone wolf Sean McLaren works with (laughs) his brother. By the Mm -hmm. way, he's come back to life. Sean McLaren has reappeared on Twitter. Oh, really? So who knows what he's up to? Probably (laughs) going to play something. Probably going to win a pro tour with a Johnny Vengeant or something as he does. No, I'd love it. (laughs) But we want it like. There's social collectivist aspects to magic, whether you're talking about in-game improvement or just the environment around the game, mm-hmm. like what it's like at your LGS, what it's like when you travel to events, stuff like that. Because I don't think I can think of many things more miserable than just traveling to an event by yourself where you're going to go and you don't know anybody. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was one of the things that I was worried about when I went to that RCQ by myself. And it turned out really nice because I knew some of the players there. So I got to mm-hmm. talk to people I knew. But still, goes, like, yeah, yeah, that goes to having a good community. You know, it's right. it's it's a regional event. You know, people mm-hmm. with that are either within that region or adjacent to it. So you'll at least know some people or recognize some people. And right. they'll be friendly with you. And mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the mark of a good community. Because like when I was in Florida, like, like I said, I've been playing Magic since I was 13, since I was like a little kid. But until I moved to this area, like to, to Lexington and Kentucky, like every time I went to like a tournament or an LGS, it was just bad communities. And I'm like, wow, I've been here for a half hour. I hate everybody in this room. <laughs> like that's not a good that's not no. a good thing for uh, a not community in, in a very social game like Magic the Gathering. I've I've got to be honest with you. Most rooms I go into, I I hate most people <laughs> in that room. There, but the main exception for me is magic magic players. Go in a yeah. room full yeah. of magic players. Mm-hmm. I find magic players to be infinitely more tolerable than average person off the street. Like, and I'm talking like if I go into a room at an RCQ, I even if it's somebody I don't know. And there's no like secondary connections, which, you know, at this point in my life is rare. If I don't know somebody, then I know somebody that knows them, especially in this in in magic as a whole. But I'm going to I'd be willing to bet most of the time that it's just going to be somebody that I'm going to like, you know, because for the most part, I find I find magic players to be some of some of the more tolerable types of human beings on the planet. I would say in our current community, that is even more true than it might be in some other places. Like I 
we were just talking about this at the RCQ on Saturday. Like so many people are just so accepting and welcoming. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in the middle, in between rounds of an RCQ, everybody just standing outside talking through stuff and just you know. being pleasant to each other. Yeah. Just, you know, and, and a lot great. of people aren't even friends. They're just like being mm -hmm. polite and respectful. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. that goes a long way. And sure. like, if you're, you're listening to this and you're thinking, that's not the vibe where I am. Well, okay. That's not great. We don't want that. Everyone mm -hmm. should have those kind of vibes that we have. And a hundred percent. The, the way to do it is by yourself being a positive force in your community. Mm -hmm. You set the example. If you do things that are helpful for others, people follow that shit. Like Definitely. I'm, not, I'm not here trying to take credit for stuff that wasn't me, but I can tell you that 10 years ago in this region, that was not the vibe here. It was, there was definitely, there were definitely cliques that helped each other on mm -hmm. that helped the, their members of their clique on stuff. But the general attitude that we see where if you show up to a random LGS for an RCQ in this area and you need something, people will make sure you've got it. If you're struggling with a, a game action, people will talk you through it after, you know, in between rounds and stuff like that. That's just not the way it was. And me personally, what I wanted to do was there were people that did things like there were people that were willing to help me when I was learning. There were people that were willing to kind of like guide me through some stuff. And a lot of the time that was from proximity. That was because I knew a person that knew them and they were good to do that. For me personally, what I said was like, why limit that? Why yeah. limit? just do that? Do that for everybody. Don't do it even altruistically. You want more people playing in these events. Mm -hmm. You want enough people playing so that the stores, the, your, the store in your backyard, their random IQ or their IQ, God, I'm old. <laughs> their random 1K support. They, you want that event to succeed because you want, you want, you want a thousand dollars, don't you? You, you'd like the thousand dollars. Yes, mm -hmm. I'll take one thousand dollars, please. Yeah. And the best way to do that from the most possible cynical point of view i'm talking to like dr temperance brennan has decided that she is going to take up magic the gathering sorry that's a call out to the television series bones oh um, there it is yep you have a vested interest in making sure there are as many stupid players that are bad at magic <laughs> showing up to these events as humanly possible yeah oh my god but then oh. over time as these better. players keep, <laughs> yeah, they get better. They keep, as you keep making friends and learning with people and mm -hmm. teaching people or whatever you're doing, you start having actual competitive events because you have more people in mm -hmm. the game. You, They get better and they stop becoming, and again, this is me just being the most cynical version you can po of a human being you can possibly right. find. I'm saying Shocker. you don't need any altruism here. Just be, be as cynical as you want. The actions make sense. Get people playing. And if they're bad, they get to be stooges that feed into prize support and don't take any. And then as mm -hmm. they get better, they become useful for your growth as a magic player. Yeah. You can be as cynical as you want and not being a dick still yes. makes sense. Yes. yes. Now, that yes. might not necessarily be why I do these things. I do these things because I want to. I 
I love that growth mindset and I love seeing other people progress and grow in things. And I like being able to be a part that helped that. That's my vibe. That's something that I'm really into. But you'll notice that my reasoning and the most cynical human being in the world's reasoning both lead to the same actions. Mm -hmm. These are those actions. What we're talking about are those actions like offering to help, help find cards, help find rides, you know, link somebody to somebody else. You hear somebody's just like, I'm trying to get rid of these fables. I only play standard. They got banned. And then you've got somebody that's just like, I'm trying to play some pioneer and I can't afford these fable of the mirror breakers. And you're just like, well, homeboy that only plays standard, that store is offering you $10. The dude that wants to play pioneer is going to offer you 15. Let's link these two up so that both people mm -hmm. are happy and both people get to play more magic. Yep. Which is so the offering. Goal. <laughs> yeah. Offering to help is a great a great way to handle this sort of thing. Another one is, you know, Anthony is a prime example of doing this with me is making a point to include others might not have the confidence to just you know, go up and talk to people. Sometimes introverted people need an extrovert to throw them into the, into the fire. Like, hey, you'll like these people. Go talk to them. They'll help you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, respect people's boundaries and stuff like that. Of course. Oh, yeah, of like, course. Yeah. But like, but, you know, sometimes somebody just because somebody's quiet doesn't mean they don't have anything to say. It's true. A hundred percent. Yep. That's very true. And if you are, you know, if you're like me and the part of your brain that feels shame is broken and just doesn't, doesn't work. <laughs> we have a squirt bottle that we we hit Anthony with every time he's doing that. Like, Good. No, do it. I get it. thirsty sometimes. <laughs> I'll open my mouth. It's quite funny. God. He gets it every time. We don't know how. Gish that room temperature water directly into my gullet. It tastes like vinyl. I love it. Oh. All right. We just said, you just said respect people's boundaries. Stop yes. doing that in public. <laughs> You're freaking the children out. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not the one that's forcing me to deep throat a shower curtain flavored water. <laughs> Oh, oh you, you made room temperature water sound disgusting. <laughs> it is. Room temperature water is gross. Okay, human beings evolved to like the taste of cold water because cold water meant that it was moving and not stagnant. Yeah. <laughs> and dark. Okay. Also, cold water dulls your taste buds and allows you to taste fewer impurities in the water. Okay. All right. As Kyle just took a drink of water. That's Cold room temperature. Water. Oh. Eat my ass. Okay, I guess. Not unless I put an ice cube in there first. <laughs> I'm scared. Is that good? Probably. Kyle, I would also like to point out that now you are the person that's bringing players into the magic community as well. I know. Or bringing them into other groups. So I I've, just think I've that's them cool. into conversations, bringing them into group chats. I, I've become like, because we, we have a bunch of players in this community that like go to college, like they're, they're the Zoomer group and I love them to death and I've just been dubbed the Me pop too. punk dog dad. You know, like, I, like I'm just like, uh, I'm like, hey, have you drank water today? Do you have all the <laughs> cards you need? Do you need food? You're doing great here. Let's talk about this. Like, I, honestly, I love it. And it's a it's a mark of a really good community. And this is something that you can do, whether, you know, you're the old head in the community or just a young guy, like just bringing people <laughs> into the community is a great thing. And I'm I'm happy that I'm able to do it. And people are happy that I am doing it because I love all my friends and I want them to succeed. If, mm -hmm. if you're the pop punk dog dad, then I'm the crazy wine ant because I gave all of those children. That's correct. And I'm the exhausted mom because of you two. Yeah, yeah, and that's all the fair. Children. That's fair. A hundred percent. They were like, man, I sure do like. <laughs> and I'm like, I bet you, I bet you do. Not the wine ant. The <laughs> ant. Well, the wine ant always has. 
Ah, fair enough. <laughs> easy way to be a positive force in your local community is sportsmanship. It's just easy. Don't be a shitter when you lose. Don't be a shitter when you win, which is apparently a thing I have to say out loud. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The sore winning, I think, is worse because it's just yes. like, come on, man. Like, stop it. But like yes. we, we learned this like in T-ball and soccer when we were like eight, like sportsmanship mm -hmm. goes a long way. Just be respectful. Like, yeah, it's it's competitive, but don't be a baby. Don't be a dick. Mm -hmm. Don't be mean. The main mm -hmm. thing I learned when I was in youth soccer was what a lesbian was. Oh, God. Also fair. God. That's how I figured out that they were my people. They, all of this stuff is great. It's just the hiking I can't deal with. <laughs> if I'm walking for an extended period of time, it better be to a bar. We'll, we'll get you one of those, like, what, what was it? Like those like wagons, those red wagons. And we'll just get you like yeah. a like a bottle of wine. And you can yell at people as we walk around. <laughs> Are yeah. you talking about me and my sister's trip to the Grand Canyon? Please tell me you have did pictures. You? No, we just did camelbacks. My boss asked me yesterday, how many of your stories involve camel the camelback needing to stay hydrated, but instead filling your camelback with wine? Because I feel like it's more than one. And I feel like <laughs> one is a lot for this specific scenario. And I was just like, one would be a lot. But, you know, a decent amount of my stories do involve I should have packed water, but instead I filled this camelback with wine. Yeah. Got to stay hydrated. Got to stay hydrated. You are the wine ant. You gotta. We need to get him like a properly em embroidered. Thank you, but not <laughs> embroidered. It was close. But yes, that has. You're saying our cross stitched. <laughs> Although that's cute too. No, our logo on a camelback for Anthony. Patch? Something I don't know. Yeah. We'll, yes. we'll knit you a sweater that you can put well, welcome your wine to this, in. Welcome to this auditory medium where Ashley briefly forgot what words are. <laughs> hey, words are hard. Listen, it happens. Okay. I'm sorry. My brain sometimes just stops. Brain hurdy. It was the Rona combo that really did it to you. Yes, the uh, one. For, for context, the Rona combo yeah. is coronavirus and chlamydia. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, wow. I'm going to be honest. Like, <laughs> you can drink wine out of a camelback, and it's great. There are just so many things that I'm, like, better at when I'm drunk. When I'm a little drunk, you know? The, the little buzz. Yeah. You know, hanging out at a party. Better at when you're drunk. Driving a Zamboni, running away from a runaway Zamboni that you've lost control of, <laughs> explaining why you're in this youth hockey rink to the police officer, defending yourself to the public defender and saying you can't get a DUI because it was not street legal. It could only go on ice. And everyone was speaking French the entire time because it was in Quebec. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, let's be honest. My behavior's not great in America. When I get to Quebec, it's worse. <laughs> the French Canadians just bring it out of you. It's so, it's so wonderful. I'm sorry, but your word preservatif means condoms, and that's hilarious to me. I'll never get over <laughs> it. I did. God, yeah, I love That's so, that's so great. So, while we're talking about me misbehaving in French Canada, why don't we bring up a few ways that you can be a negative force in your community? But don't do this. Yeah. The goal is to don't do these to, things. To not. Not be shitty. The easy way is just just try to make yourself look smart at other people's expense. It's a dick move. Kyle, mm -hmm. people that know what they're talking about are talking. I hate you. Yeah, there was an example. <laughs> That's a great example. Uh, I'm really good at examples. You're really good at being mean, so you know. Yeah. I only have an I only have a finite amount of pants I can wear tonight, okay? Cool, <laughs> cool it on the insults. I'm never but letting like, it go. <laughs> no. But, like, allowing allowing your group to become, like, insular and, like, resist yeah. outsiders, I'm just like, 
kind of defeats the point. Yeah, I think mm. it's not high school anymore. Clicks are out. I say clicks are in. I say clicks are great. Just make it so that everyone can be a part of your click as long as they're not a shitbird. Okay. All the benefits of the click without the exclusion. Only five ninety nine if you call yeah. now. Yes, I accept. Yeah, I think that I think that that attitude. If you remember how like clicky things were, just do that, but for everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless they're transphobes, then you just punt them out of it yeah. into the sun. It's easy, you know. Like, is there any other like for me? The number one way to make sure that your community is shitty is just ever at any point just be shitty to a kid oh yeah a hundred percent yeah because if you're shitty to a kid and your community accepts it then that's just the standard that's been set it's really bad very upsetting now if these 10 year olds show up at your i at your rcq you beat the shit out of them you win you beat them you beat the children every time but don't be mean about it yeah just don't be an asshole to them Mm -hmm. right but beat them just to be clear. Spare the null rod, spoil the child is what oh I always God. say. Oh, oh <laughs> Lord. Okay. All right. But what if my local community is super disjointed? What do you make? You make your, you make, you make a good local community yourself. You do it. You DIY that shit. Mm-hmm. DIY or die. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Get real punk rock about it. And just, you know what? I'm going to do it because <laughs> it only takes one. Honestly, it only takes one. Doesn't, it honestly doesn't take a lot of effort because no. like magic competitive magic players are this kind of weird amalgamation of people that no one talked to in high school and former high school and college athletes. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes so, former professional athletes, which is crazy. <laughs> you've got a group of people that really understand how this team mentality works. Mm-hmm. And then you've got a group of people whose childhood dream is to be a member of a team mentality like that. Yeah. And those are two groups that kind of, when everyone's older and less of an asshole, mm-hmm. kind of blend together really well. Like people, that those two groups, you've got the you've got the means and the motive, and you're all trying to get better at magic, so you got the opportunity. That's mm-hmm. right. Motive, means, opportunity. Let's murder this point. Discord servers. Discord servers are great. Are so good. So you can good. use like you can use like a Facebook group chat if you want to, but mm-hmm. like yeah, you do, do, do. Discord's better. Also, if you're not if you're looking for like a less local community to be a part of, we do have a shared Discord server. Anybody mm-hmm. that's anybody is welcome. The only rule is don't be an asshole. Yeah. Yep. And if you go to our if you go to our website www.thegoblintrashmasters.com you can just go there and there is a link to our discord server to join it right there it's a permanent link always open mm-hmm. everyone's welcome to join and we love having people in there we all contribute on different primers and documents for different decks and stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah. always wanted to share knowledge yeah you gotta love it plan trips to competitive events together together the key point plan it together yes road trips are fun road trips are fun and you don't have to be scared about going to an event by yourself. You mm-hmm. have your team, your friends. The The trip isn't so daunting. It's less, you're not lost in your thoughts. It's Magic the Gathering. It's a game. It's supposed to be fun. What better way to do it than travel with your friends to an event that you're all going to anyway? And it saves mm-hmm. money. That's, that, that's, that's great, too. And yeah, you, you save money. On, oh, yeah, you save oh. money on cards. You mm-hmm. save money on travel expenses. Mm-hmm. Yep. And like me being trapped doing fellow delinquents at a drawbridge the proximity helps with with closeness like mm-hmm. builds friendship i 
yeah, Bill's friend. I still write letters to Samantha every day while she's in jail for stabbing that cop with a piece that she broke off of someone's stroller. Wow. Bruh. These these kinds of friendships you can get on trips to magic events with without the jail but, time though. But please without the yeah. jail time or drawbridges or the bond, or, but yeah, no jail bond. time. Bond. Please 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 don't stab people. Yeah, definitely don't stab. People. Cops aren't people. Fair. But for the purposes of the only podcast, stab them, only stab them in Minecraft. Correct. Thank you. Everything we're saying is in yes. Minecraft. Of course it is. We're we're out of Minecraft. You should throw bricks at cops. It's almost Pride Month, and the bricks should be rainbow color. Any old brick will do. Yeah. Any and old... if you don't know, if you can't make a brick at home, store bought is also fine. <laughs> the barefoot Contessa. Ina Garten is an icon. Oh. Wow. You might have a group chat. Like Discord, Facebook, any of the group chats, phone group chats too. Sometimes people do that. You can develop that into something a little more. You can plan trips together. You can make sure everyone knows when there's events coming up. So everyone mm -hmm. kind of feels included in those sort of things. For Discord stuff, I love doing VOD reviews. We do VOD reviews on our Discord channel all the time. All Somebody's the time. just like, hey, I want to look at this VOD review of this MTGO league I just did. Who's in? And there'll be a big group video call where we where somebody streams their replay mm -hmm. of their magic league and everyone just kind of just like, Oh, why'd you do this here? Oh, what was this? What was the plan here? Oh, you're playing around something. Why are you playing around this? Oh, this was revealed to that. It's great. It's great. I great love stuff. VOD reviews and hearing mm -hmm. everyone's perspective, getting to hear like someone give critique or just talk about, you know, what, what cards would have been better to use, like in a sideboard, anything like that. Like all those things are really interesting to hear and different people's perspectives. Mm -hmm. It's the hive mind of magic players. I love yes. It. Pausing between, before each turn and being like, all right, what's my play here? I've taken my draw step. What am I doing? Mm -hmm. And that's the big thing, right? Is like understanding what you can bring to the table. If you are thinking about what right now, if you're thinking about what can I contribute to the collective that's the right attitude mm -hmm. yes. if you are putting Absolutely. something in you're giving an incentive for other people to join mm -hmm. and when that labor is shared everyone gets better at the game and has to put less effort in because you don't have to redo the same things over and over and over again i don't have to play 50 leagues with death shadow to learn some death shadow heuristics because so and so played a bunch of leagues and we did VOD reviews. So instead yep. of spending hours and hours and hours on leagues, mm -hmm. I got to get all the benefit of that with somebody else. And then we are trading and sharing this information openly. So everybody benefits. You get to start calculating how much effort's been put in in man hours rather than just like how many hours did I spend, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Like if three people are working on something for three hours, that's nine man hours. If one person's working on something for three hours, that's just three hours. Right. And all this being said, to contribute, you don't have to be an expert in something. You don't have to be the, you know, the Death Shadow, you know, guy, the Yawgmoth guy, the four color guy, just like the expert in this certain deck. Just asking anybody questions or just how you're feeling about your deck choices or just talking with a friend, see what their mental state is. We're like, hey, I've seen you play. You haven't seemed like you're having fun. And that, that helps as well. You don't have to be an expert in a certain deck archetype or anything. Sometimes you just have to contribute in the best way that you can, can do mm -hmm. or the best way you see like is warranted at the time. It's not just all about magic. You can be the social aspect too. You can yeah. 
be the one pulling people in. You can be the one organizing trips or get-togethers. You can be the one asking for a VOD review. Hey, does anybody have a VOD, a VOD of this so we can talk about it? You know, mm -hmm. you can be those people as well. Mm -hmm. Everybody yeah. contributes in their own way. And that's the everybody best part. Can, everybody can contribute. And mm -hmm. when everybody does contribute, everyone in the group reaps the benefits of it. 100%. And that's the main thing is that we have to keep in perspective that magic is for everyone. 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 The best way to kill any community is exclusivity. So ways to be inclusive. You can be inclusive in your language. You can you include matters. everyone. How you say things matters, as Kyle said. Respect people's pronouns. Ask for them. And if Just they tell you, respect you, it. Use, use them. them. It's so fucking easy. It's so easy. fucking it easy. <laughs> it costs you nothing. It, it, is, it is a kindness. And if you can't somehow reprogram your brain, I don't want to hear your excuses. Fuck off with your just, excuses. Just, do it. just, just use do their it. name. Just use the name. Just use their name. There are ways to be inclusive that do not do it. I'm sorry. If you don't, yeah. you're out. I'm sorry. I'm actually and not sorry. If, yes. if somebody's being a bigot tone. of any kind, if, if somebody's being any kind of bigot, just being racist, sexist, transphobic, just a shithead, call them out and just not, not in our Airbnb. Get the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I think that the Greeks are okay. Your your tone does matter. Example there. <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. Tone matters. It's in critique, tone matters in how you're speaking to people. Tone matters just, in how you're talking about people. Because you may mean well, but if you just sound mean, it might not come across like you're being helpful. And Correct. an easy one is just be polite. It doesn't. It doesn't take much. Like you don't have to like everybody you play magic with. You don't have to be friends with everybody you sit across the table, but just it goes back to sportsmanship. Just be polite. It's really simple. It doesn't cost anything. And what what are you what are you gonna get out of being an asshole for no reason? Like nothing. Yeah. Kicked out of the Unless Airbnb. It, you're yeah. describing the Richard Spencer method. But pruning is a real thing. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes you need to prune problematic members. They're being shitheads, get them out. Mm -hmm. It's not yeah. worth it. It sucks, and but sometimes you gotta do it. The goal is to make the space accepting, and sometimes that means having hard talks with people about how their actions affect others. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't work, you might just have to ask them not to participate in group activities anymore. Mm -hmm. But I think it's always worth like talking to people about stuff and being like, hey, you're kind of being shitty. Yeah. Are you being shitty on purpose? Or is something happening? Do you want to talk about it? Like Do you just not know that it's shitty? Because listen, we have to acknowledge the fact that there are that that there are you know, subconscious, internal, implicit biases that exist in our brains as a result of not just nurture, but also nature. These mm. are things that that happen mm -hmm. and working to combat them usually requires some amount of help. So when somebody people don't grow out of those things unless those concepts are challenged, mm -hmm. that is why you don't see a lot of smart racists. Correct. It's true. Real dumb. Because if if you're going to be smart, that usually requires, you know, learning more, getting additional perspective, seeing additional things. Mm -hmm. And that creates a level of cognitive dissonance in a race based way of viewing other human beings mm -hmm. that you you have to reconcile those things. You have to assimilate or accommodate your your mental model to allow for these differences and what you believed and what you are currently seeing. Right. All this to say that if somebody is saying something, I have an example of somebody that I thought was doing meant absolutely no ill will behind it. 
but they said they they used a term that began that began with the letter M and is was historically used to describe people of like Southeast Asian descent. Mm-hmm. And they had only heard that in the no, 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 no. That is just something that you say when somebody's being stupid. And I'm just like, OK, but like now that you know what the word actually means, you realize you can see that like Probably. there was an intent mm-hmm. to tie stupidity to a specific race of people Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and like that's something that if they just go unchallenged on that there's the the cognitive dissonance never happens Mm -hmm. and they're never in a situation where they're forced to reconcile those two contradictory Mm -hmm. ideas you see in order to resolve a dialectic somebody needs to be presented with a dialectic (laughs) So like, okay, someone needs to stop me. We need to move on because I will go on about the concept of dialectical constructivism all right. forever. Well, all that to say too, though, that doesn't mean that the behavior is or has to be tolerated. It is good. God, to, no. It is good to challenge. And it mm-hmm. is, it is, as you say, like people won't change unless they are challenged. But the people that are being, the people that are being pointed out in that specific thing should not have to be the ones that are engaging that right so be Correct. so be the person that is going to take that battle for them and mm-hmm. stand in between right mm-hmm. and you can you can challenge you can push it if they want to continue pushing it and they don't want to change their mindset or whatever it is i'm sorry you're out we aren't going yeah. to tolerate that behavior because you didn't mean it quote unquote, Mm -hmm. or I didn't mean to hurt your feelings like that. That's not an appropriate apology. Mm -hmm. So like, I know that's not what you were saying, like, but I'm just adding that. Yeah, it's exactly what I'm. it's actually you're just repeating what I'm saying. But in a way that like in a way directly to be the change, be be the person, be the one who's fighting for that. Right. I really like your explanation a lot. I think it's really nice that you don't really have to be like, yeah, well, Immanuel Kant. It's 2023. We can we can talk in terms that are of this this year or decade or century. So it's it's the past future tense thing and me going hindsight's 2020 type from like season one. I don't know if you remember that at all. I don't want to. Oh, so like Anthony goes on this whole like grammatical rant on explaining basically what was hindsight is 2020. Oh, I had forgotten about that. I was probably saying something like I was probably saying something like understanding information with the information that was available to you at the time you made the decision versus applying that information that you learned afterwards to the decision that was made previously. I'm pretty (laughs) sure that's like verbatim what you said. I like that I, when I'm making fun of myself in the past, I do Chris Rock's white people voice. (laughs) Uh, Oh my God. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess since we've discussed all these things, anybody have their favorite stories of, you know, communities collectivist magic stories just big trips just you know good things from the community that we can tell people yes i have one yeah ashley you go first i have two they're fine don't be fucking greedy (laughs) bitch i'm gonna be more greedy so when i went to the rcq in cincinnati i went without you nerds because you know Mm. y'all had already qualified or you were out of town or whatever so I went by myself and no, what? we 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 went oh three and dropped. I thought I was qualified. Yeah, <laughs> Anthony was qualified, but I wasn't. I've been getting my keek to my my keek my teeth kicked in <laughs> as of late. But yeah, my teeth <laughs> ticked in. That's the who's keek? And Don't what's worry. he doing inside of that insect? 
Don't worry about it. <laughs> but continue, um, Ashley. Anyway, I recognized some of the players and I knew some of them. And so <laughs> tournament math isn't my strong point. And I'm like, hey, can you explain this to me, <laughs> please? And they were so nice. And like we I checked in with them and they checked in with me after rounds. And so we got to talk about it. And it was fun because, you know, someone I knew was like rooting for me in that as well. And I really enjoyed it. I, I love that aspect, too. It's 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 goes back to the we, not me aspect. We all mm -hmm. root each other on. We're all each other's biggest yeah. fans, which I think is just so fantastic. It was great. And then in the most recent RCQ on Sunday, friends loaned me the deck that I was playing because I did not have all the cards for it. So it was just, you know, we all pulled together and got those little things, yeah. Got it go together and mm -hmm. yeah, it was it was really nice and mm -hmm. we just have a great community and I'm very thankful. It's made magic very fun. A natural storyteller like the Crypt Keeper. Is it a compliment? I don't know. I I don't. Anthony loves the Crypt Keeper, but usually being called a Crypt Keeper is not a compliment. Yeah. The world may never know. It's okay. I'll accept it as if it's a compliment. Good, because I meant it as that. Oh, thanks. I can't tell by your face right now if you mean that. So we'll just keep going. Tell oh, your story. Tell. Yeah, Somebody. tell your story. The, the, the Goyim can't sense the presence or absence of sarcasm. What else is new? The problem is sometimes your facial expressions don't match your tone. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm actually going to tell a story about how somebody from our local area, Victor Logan, ended up winning a team open. It was Victor and Eric Schutman and Lucas Parson won a team open and they were jamming. And it was, you know, how it gets at the end of these old at the end of these big Star City Games things. Everyone's yeah. packing up when the mm -hmm. finals are playing. It's right at the end. And the hall's never more empty than when the finals were playing. Well, not while these motherfuckers were playing. Mm. While these motherfuckers are playing for the finals, every single one of us is crowded around that finals play area. And when they win, we are screaming and jumping mm. and cheering for them. And they come out of the finals area and everyone's getting a big hug and everyone's, get, everyone's jumping. And somebody... Some Star City, some Star City employee was just like, I swear it's like this every time some people from Kentucky win. <laughs> love it. Love I it. I love that. I want love that it. to be our reputation. It's yeah, great. I mean, like that's that's my story, too. It was CMCon here in Lexington at Rupp Arena. And our, our good friend, Stephen Francis, Stephen, finally a winner, Francis. He, he <laughs> I, I just got a preface. He went through so many RCQ finals and had some some tough luck, but he finally got there and qualified. But it yeah, was one. I knocked his ass out. I'm trying to tell a nice story, and you're just like, it's a what whenever we talk I get about paired about against winners, whenever I get paired against Stephen Francis, <laughs> I start chanting, "Send Stephen Francis home. Send Stephen Francis." Sorry, Stephen. I apologize on behalf of Anthony. We all apologize for him, but we love him. But yeah, so Stephen Francis, he top eighted. It was a pioneer uh, 5K, and like like Anthony said in his story, just empty. It's the end of the day. There's nobody there. But we, all of us showed up. We, we've been out of it since like round five of eight, but we're just still there cheering on our friends and they're announcing the top eight. There's some friends there and there, but moment, some, the moment they go, Stephen Francis, like the, the fifth seat or something, the whole place just erupts and just like 25 of us just cheering and clapping. And I'm just like, I, I love this. This is, That's this awesome. is the best. I love this. And uh, I got a two-parter. <laughs> this is just this i just love this community i love my friends i love magic players because they're in 2020 2020 was a rough year for a lot of people and i, I got laid off from a long time job then and some friends in the group chat were asking like hey who's coming out and i said i i can't i just found out i got laid off and i had like five just messages 
outside of the group chat. Just like, hey, I'm sorry to hear that. Anything I can do to help. If you need anything, let me know. And I just love having that aspect of the community where it's not just always about magic in the game we play. We're friends yeah. and we want to see each other succeed in magic, but also like as people in life. And I, I love that aspect. Agreed. All my magic degenerate friends are dead. That's a pop punk song. I used to have like That's a so nice sad. little collection of magic friends that were degenerates, but they're all dead now. I'm sorry. And here I am, doomed to walk the earth until long after the sun dies. Like Sisyphus, you are bound to hell. Like Sisyphus, I am bound to hell. Indeed. <laughs> we're going to make you a t-shirt with that. Yes. <laughs> That's your tournament right. t-shirt now. Here at the Goblin Trash Masters, we love competitive magic and we want to see it flourish. We know that there are tons of local game stores that want to run competitive events like RCQs, but might not have the resources or experience to be willing to try. Maybe they have tried, but they're a little nervous about getting back on that horse. We're excited to announce a new program all about Comp REL that we're calling the Comp REL Assistance Program, or CRAP for short. CRAP is there to help your small or medium LGS run Comp REL events like RCQs by providing them with support and materials necessary to run an outstanding event. Competitive integrity is our top priority, and we can help your store to break into the market of listeners like you. CRAP support involves either assisted hosting or remote consultation with our hosts who have a combined 23 years of tournament organizing experience. All participating stores receive a kit that contains everything they need to run a great and accurate event with things like an in-store event poster, table tents, deck registration sheets, and plenty of stickers and tokens to give out. Best of all, this assistance program is completely free of charge for your LGS and always will be. We offer assistance in the form of remote event planning via consultation or in-person hosting for stores within range of the Lexington, Kentucky area. Our goal is to do our part to support competitive magic not to try to make a profit off of your LGS. If you think that your LGS might be interested, have them reach out to us via our website. The instructions are available at www.thegoblintrashmasters.com slash crap. That's www.thegoblintrashmasters.com slash crap. Spelled C-R-A-P. Like how a child would say shit. Wait, that's been... That's been like that the whole fucking time. None of you fucking told me. We can't actually have this as the name. You know that, right? Everything's printed, bud. It's too late to change it. No, 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 no. We should call it something less awful. Like uh, the competitive unified nerd training. Yeah, competitive unified nerd training. Yeah, that's way better. Jesus fucking Christ, you're both stupid. Who's ready for a fucking guessing game? I'm yes. very ready. So for this guessing game, it's just going to be our favorite card that relies on some level of cooperation from an opponent. Probably multiplayer is going to be a big thing in this, but the guessing game works where we have cards in our brains and we have to give cryptic hints up to find out what it is. And I am 100% going to ask instant or sorcery. And just as a reminder, if we're stumped on guessing somebody's card based on their cryptic hints, we can always, always, always ask yes or no questions. Sometimes we forget. Mm -hmm. It's hard. Hey, look, it's you again. It is me. You did this yourself. Oh, yeah. I did. Collusion. I did. All right. My card. Cryptic hint. Cryptic command. No. My card is green and it is four mana. Dubious challenge. <laughs> no. Um, does it see playing commander? Yes, it does. Oh, is it is it is it tempt with discovery? Yes. 
Ha ha. I played tempt with discovery in Azusa for a hot minute where yeah. I would tempt with discovery and I would go get an Urborg cool. and then Ooh. somebody would get like a cabal coffers and somebody else would get something. And then I'd get my Vesuva and <laughs> I'd get my wasteland. I'd copy their cabal coffers. Then I'd untap and I'd blow up their cabal coffers with my wasteland. And then I'd have, and then I'd have, I'd have the coffer Urborg cabal coffers in my mono green deck. Oh my God. Oh, that's great. I had a feeling it was going to be that one. I just forgot what the, the card was called. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. All right, it's a me, it's Mario. A All right, the cryptic hints I will give are, it's a scene in a movie that was cut from it, but it was a very good scene, and this person had really, really bad teeth, and it was in a one of three horse girl movies. Okay, was it the three mana factor fiction from Lord of the Rings? Holy Sauron's... shit, you're right. It's Sauron's Ransom, yeah. Sauron's Ransom, yeah. Oh my the whole god. Mount... Just guessing them right That's off. That's so good. Yeah. Kyle, you know what this means? His cryptic hints are going to be the most cryptic they've ever been. We're fucked. <laughs> We're so fucked. Also, I love Lord of the Rings too much. I mean, <laughs> That's a good one. I really like that card. I really like Sauron's Ransom. It's cool. It's a very good card. I mm. think they needed to print a smaller version of Factor Fiction mm -hmm. at a mana cost that you could afford to play in modern mm. for it to be good enough. It was interesting. Though. It was good and flavorful, too. Do you mind if I read it off? Because this is a newer card for people that don't, might not know it. Yeah, it's Factor Fiction. The ring tempts you, sort of. Yeah. Yeah, basically. <laughs> That's pretty much it, yeah. <laughs> people have the internet, I think. Except, like, one of the piles is... It's four cards instead chooses... of five, though, right? Yeah, and, and your one's face down. one of the files to be face down. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, Anthony. Anthony. My card, the title, is something that you can get fired for a company for leaking. If you have access to these and you leak them, you can get fired from your company for this. It was first printed in Onslaught, and then it's it was worthless, and its only other printing was in Commander 2011 which eventually resulted in it being banned in Commander. Ooh, banned in Commander. It's arguably, if you've got somebody who's willing to collude with you in a multiplayer game, the best divination that's ever been printed. Oh, shit. So it, did you say it was blue? I did not, but it is blue. Okay. Is it under two mana or? Nope. Over? Yes. Is it four mana? Nope. Ashley, you're the Commander person. Yeah. All right. So it was banned in Commander, but... Was it heavily played in Commander while it was legal? Oh, yeah. It was really good at just, like, absolutely ruining games of Commander. Okay. What was the mana value again? It was over four. Correct. Over four. We, we eliminated it to the... It was not over four. We eliminated oh, it, it to be confirmed exactly three is the oh, okay. mana yeah. value. Okay. Okay. So three mana. Is it flash? Nope. No, that's not collective, is it? No. Costs two mana. Two, yeah. Hmm. So it's, uh, it, it's a... You said it was a really good divination, so it, it's meant to draw cards? Yes, it is meant to draw cards. It is also arguably the best divination that has ever been printed. Instant? Nope. Sorcery? Yes. I said it correctly is, this, this game. You is did. it? So you said you can get fired from a job. Is it trade secrets? It is trade secrets. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I... trade secrets is one blue blue for a sorcery. Target opponent draws two cards, then you draw up to four. That opponent may repeat this process as many times as he or she chooses. So you just draw a shit ton of cards. Damn. Yeah. 
if the three of us are playing and I'm just like, oh, Kyle's ahead. Ashley, would you both like us to draw 60 cards each? And Kyle's like, nope. oh, fuck me, I guess. <laughs> I would want to draw but the cards. I wouldn't want someone else to draw the cards. Give me the yeah, cards. but it's one of those cards that it either was terrible or two people were colluding and Collusion. ruined the game for everyone else. Hmm. Yeah. We actually got so, that one pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank God, because we had moved through the whole thing really, really fast. <laughs> yeah. So in my mind, that's like a good pick for a collectivist card because mm -hmm. it requires some degree of cooperation. If we're stumped on guessing somebody's card based on their cryptic hints, we can always, always, always ask yes or no questions. Sometimes we forget. Kyle. This isn't your pre-exposure prophylaxis. Don't forget. This is important. Kyle, this isn't picking up your wife at the airport. This is important. <laughs> Remember. That would mean I stole her car and left her. Wrong. Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, this isn't feeding your class hamster over the long weekend. This is important. Oh, man. R.A.P. Shinobu. For those who know, no. Kyle, this isn't the asymmetrical freckle on your back that you should be getting checked out. This is important. Don't forget it. Are you just putting in a bunch of them so that you can keep the one that you like best. Kyle, this isn't taking out your girlfriend with dementia's dentures. This is important. Don't forget. I'm gonna forget. Kyle, this isn't forgetting to take the glass eye out of your anus before you go through airport security. This is important. Don't forget. Glass eye? Look, California's weird. God. Kyle, this is not taking the overcooked pork chops out of your oven and not setting your house on fire. This is important. Don't forget. Kyle, this isn't leaving oh. your Jennifer Lopez blow-up doll on the dashboard in the hot August sun. This is important. Don't forget it. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to like and subscribe. It helps us out a ton and makes it easier for other players like you to hear what we have to say. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Stitcher, Spotify, Peanut.fm, and iHeartRadio. One of those was not real, but we'll never tell. It was Peanut, wasn't it? Oh, shut the fuck up.